0: Okay, so yesterday, as we talked and brought to you live, the finance minister presented or tabled what the government was calling their fiscal snapshot. And if this was indeed a picture, well, it was taken on Panorama, my friends, because the number, it's a big one. 343000000000 billion. I'm sure you've heard that by now. $343 billion deficit. It is the biggest deficit spending we've seen since World War II. And it's got pretty much everybody talking, including, of course, the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Aaron Woodrick is the Federation's federal director and joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Aaron, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, Jeff.
0: Okay, it's a biggie, $343 billion. What's your reaction to this?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the sound of my jaw dropping is the first reaction. I mean, this is uh, even bigger than uh, anyone had anticipated. If you go back just a month or two, the, you know, the official estimate from the Parliamentary Budget Officer was only about $120 billion, so three times more than they, they guessed just about two and a half months ago. Um, I know it's probably difficult for the average person to appreciate the size of this because billions and trillions are not the kind of uh, figures we deal with day to day. But to give people some idea, this is, this is more money, it's about the same amount of money that the government spends an entire year in its budget regularly. And I went back to check how long it had taken uh, various governments to rack up Three hundred and forty-three billion in debt, and it took about twenty-eight years. The previous uh, three hundred forty-three. So we spent a lot of money over the last four months, and uh, you know that's no surprise. The one thing that I was very troubled by in this document was there was real no really no sense of where we're going from here. There's no plan, and that to me was the was the real thing that was missing.
0: Well, let's talk about that. That's why we invited you on the show here this afternoon. Because I mean, there can't be any doubt, Aaron, that tax increases are coming. Uh, what do you think will be targeted?
1: I have no doubt that some people will be calling for them. I, I like take the minister at his word. He's said very firmly he's not thinking about tax hikes right now, and I think the reason is he knows doing that would really work against the economic recovery. The last thing a business, for example, that's been shut down for four months and has had no revenue uh, needs to deal with is, is a tax hike. So I think they recognize that would be near economic suicide. Uh, but the challenge, of course, is there's a big gap to close and between cutting spending, some of that emergency, and maybe some of even what we were spending before, and getting revenues back, that is obviously the only path back to a balanced budget.
0: Yeah, you can't cut your way out of this, though, obviously, right? $343 billion.
1: No, No, look, I think that spending reductions are going to have to be part of it. There's no question, and I think that the lion's share of it. But you're right, unless revenues recover, uh, we will never be able to close that gap no matter how much we cut. The question is, what are the best policies to get the economy back and I worry that people, uh, you know, with a very, very fragile economy, the idea of walloping people with a tax, uh, tax hike, it's probably not going to help the recovery.
0: All right. So probably no GST hike then. And we were talking about this uh, yesterday because I think you're absolutely right. Small business are just trying to get back up on their feet right now. That would certainly be detrimental to a lot of those uh, businesses who's desperate to, uh, you know, for a return uh, to work and a return to sales. But. How about income tax hikes? Uh, Could you see that uh, happening or other uh, tax hikes?
1: Yeah, I certainly hope not. The one that has gotten a lot of airtime, of course, is the idea of of a wealth tax or taxes on the very wealthy. Uh, That's politically very easy because, of course, uh, it's hard to feel sorry for people that are that well off. The challenge, though, Jeff, is there's just not that many of those people. So even uh, going after them, even if everything goes the way you plan, which it rarely does, you're only looking at the TBO estimated $5 billion. That's a drop in the bucket with $343 billion. So they're, they're going to have to be a little more creative in terms of thinking of where we're going to get more revenue.
0: Okay, Aaron, what about new taxes? What do you think is being discussed behind closed doors right now?
1: Yeah, look, I think every, everything is on the table, and, and that concerns me because I, I do think that until the government demonstrates that they are, first of all, turning off the taps. And secondly, going in to look at uh, what we can afford to go without now that we have borrowed our way through these four months, necessarily. Uh, I, I, I'm. It's not clear to me that they have any plans for immediate tax hikes, but I have no doubt there are going to be people calling for them uh, in the not-too-distant future.
0: Would we see something, and this is, uh, you know, we've discussed this a couple of times uh, this week, there's been lots of stories about finally uh, tolling the Gardner and the Don Valley Parkway here in Toronto. Do you think that they're possibly looking at major thoroughfares across the country and thinking about that?
1: Yeah, look, at governments, whenever they are desperate for money, are going to be looking for ways. I mean, you look at John Tory with things like photo radar, right? Like anything to try and shake people down, uh, you know, government will propose it. I just, I think that politically it's very poisonous right now because people are hurting. And the last thing that, I, that most of them can stomach is the idea of, like, I, I have lost my job, I've had a salary cut, and you want to you wanna hit me with higher costs. Uh, that is a political danger, I would say, for any politician.
0: Okay, you just mentioned a second ago the thing that's worrisome is when the government is going to turn the taps off. I think a lot of people would also argue that a lot of the spending was necessary. I mean, we couldn't have gone without it and got through the pandemic uh, without a lot of this uh, assistance. Having said that, is one of the best safeguards to make sure that we're spending the right amount of money and spending in the right areas is to get the House of Commons sitting again, to get the opposition a chance to uh, ask some tough questions?
1: Yeah. Look, I, I agree with what you're saying about uh, what we needed to do. I don't dispute we needed to spend, you know, most if not all of this money. The, the question is, what are they doing to adjust these policies as the as the situation changes? It's a very different situation now than in March. We're trying to reopen things now, so the policies that may have worked in March uh, may not be working now. And the fact that we haven't had much scrutiny and accountability is part of the problem. I think everyone is willing to cut the government some slack and recognize it's an emergency in a unique situation. But the trade-off is they have to be, they have to show some humility and they have to recognize that there's going to be constructive criticism to try and make the policies that they, they've rolled out in great haste better.
0: Aaron, just finally get you out on this question. I've asked a couple of politicians this this week. No real definitive answer from decision makers. But would you agree agree in the Canadian Taxpayers Federation that essentially the Canadian taxpayer is going to have to get used to this phrase, pay more to get less? Is that what we're going to be seeing in the future?
1: Um, I I don't think that uh, that necessarily has to be the case, but I do think realistically people have to prepare for the reality that we are in for a painful few years. There's no getting around it. There are going to be some hard decisions and uh, you know, no one is going to come out of this uh, entirely whole.
0: All right. We'll leave it there for now. Aaron, really appreciate the time. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Be well. There's Aaron Woodrick, who is the Canadian taxpayer federation federal director.